info. Hello, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and you come to me for hard facts. Good afternoon, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. The news comes at you fast. America's Food and Drug Administration have said that Trump was incorrect. There's information and misinformation. Their own NAFDAQ came out and told Donald Trump, we're going to be waiting here, where are you talking? Now you talking with by yourself, but it's okay. And making sense of it can be hard. Can you talk? I will let you talk. Can you Coyote, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Coyote. But that's my job. Let's talk context. Let's talk statistics. Let's talk about those bills at the Senate right now. Let's talk to the experts and the newsmakers. Um, I, I see the kind of stability that will, that will allow uh, growth to happen by this time next year. Every weekday at three. Good afternoon. I'm Sandra Ezekwesi. Let's talk hard facts. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. Today's first hard fact, there were 196 new confirmed COVID-19 cases in Nigeria yesterday. A new record. Remember, the previous record was the day before yesterday, which 195. Now, yesterday has beaten it by one. Yesterday, I told you that Senator Teslim Follering says it doesn't make sense to lift the lockdowns if the rate of new cases keeps rising. And well, it's still rising. 87 of those new cases were here in Lagos. So please, Lagos, as the lockdown gets relaxed, you yourself, Biko, don't relax. Keep washing your hands, keep maintaining social distancing, and remember to mask up. And Hard Facts will be here informing you as always. I'm here to bring you the best insights into today's most important topics. I'll bring them to you, break them down, and give you the facts so that you can form an informed opinions. Important Opinions are important. The more informed, the better. If you missed any of this week's shows, you can catch them online. Go to our Facebook, Nigeria Info FM. Our website is nigeriainfo.fm. I have a great show for you today. We're starting with the big three, all of them COVID-19. Let's talk about Governor Somolu giving us guidelines for easing the lockdown next week. Then let's talk about the infectious diseases bill that Femi Gwajambi Amila presented to the House of Reps. People are alleging that it was copied almost word for word from Singapore's law from the 70s. And then let's talk about the U.S. government promising Nigeria 200 ventilators. Amazing stuff. It's Thursday. We're bringing you eyewitness as always. This is where we let you take over and turn our spotlight to the stories in your areas that you believe should be making the news. And uh, we're going to need you to load your airtime and get ready to give us a call. Now, we'll bring you a League of Extraordinary Nigerians before that at four o'clock. So don't go away. Don't miss today's episode of League of Extraordinary Nigerians on the a big hard fact let's talk about the treatment of domestic staff especially during this lockdown a woman was arrested for murdering her house help the police are saying she tried to make it look like a suicide and then we're going to wrap up the show with Iriti Bakare Yusuf and Listed Lagos. And as usual, throughout the show, we're bringing you the latest updates from the world of news, sports and entertainment. But let's get started with the big three, shall we? This is the big three. The big three. On Hard Facts. On 99.3 Nigeria Info. 
to expect on the big three stories that everyone is talking about right now. Will Lagos comply with Sonolu's guidelines for easing the lockdown? Does the proposed infectious diseases bill go too far or not far enough? Will Donald Trump keep his promise to give Nigeria ventilators? Let's get into the stories. The president told us the lockdown will be eased next week. And yesterday, Governor Sonwodu told us how. So let's talk about the guidelines that the, mask, that the uh, governor gave us yesterday. First of all, mask up. He said that again, nobody will be allowed in public without a mask. Second, Offices that want to open can open, but they can only open from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Also, their buildings should only have 60% occupancy and they must enforce two meters social distancing in their premises. And they should try to arrange transportation for their staff to avoid using public transport. Now, I wonder if your office can pull this off. So when you give us a call, I want you to let me know if your office will open next week and if you think your office can comply with these rules. Oh, by the way, the governor says they're setting up a whistleblower program so that staff can report their companies if they're breaking the rules. <laughs> so that's for private companies. For public workers, the government said stay at home if you are not essential workers. So in the civil service, grades 1 to 12 will stay at home unless they are medical workers or emergency services and stuff like that. It's kind of funny. It's almost like Governor Sonwolu is telling us, look, if you want to reopen your office, I won't stop you. But you see my own staff, my government workers, I've told them to stay at home. If you want to follow my footsteps, that's up to you. Now, for markets and supermarkets and malls, they can open. He's asked them to enforce social distancing and to reduce the number of people that can come in at one time. And for public transportation... Huh, that one, we all know that it's going to be a big challenge. You have Keke that is a small space. You have Danfo that is small space. You have buses that are also small spaces. So how do you stop the virus from spreading in those spaces? First of all, what the governor is saying is everybody must wear a mask. Remember, mask up. But also, the governor said every bus and downfo must have sanitizer for its passengers. Also, they only should carry 60% of their capacity. So if a downfo normally carries 10 people, it should now only carry 6 and the governor is working with NURTW and the other transport unions. He said he's forming an implementation committee for the new guidelines. And the unions are going to be a part of that implementation committee. So for churches and mosques, those ones should remain closed, the governor has said. No prayers, no services. Funerals can happen, but there are rules for funerals happening. No reception, no vigil, just the actual burial. And you cannot have more than 20 people at the burial. And all entertainment venues remain closed. So cinemas, beaches, clubs, bars, gyms, all of them closed. Restaurants can open, but only for pickup and delivery. They shouldn't allow customers to stay and eat. 
And the governor cleared up the confusion around schools, by the way. School premises must remain closed, but schools can teach online. But of course, you know that most schools are not teaching online right now. Most schools don't have the resources to teach online right now. And most parents maybe don't have the devices and the internet access for it. So that's the long and short of what the governor had to say. And now I want to hear what you have to say. 0700-993-993-993. Are you an employer? So for the past few weeks, my organization has had a lockdown, right? And from Monday as well, we're also going to be easing that lockdown. And I can come back into the studio and talk to you, hopefully. Will your office be open as well? Will your office open on Monday? If you're a business owner, let me know what decision you've taken. Are you able to transport your workers? Will you be able to enforce social distancing in your office? 0700-993-993-993. If you are an employee or a staff member, has your office told you whether you should come in on Monday? And what do all of you think about the other guidelines? What do you think about the rules for buses and for damfos? What about Kekes? The governor said that they can only take two passengers. So when you're going out to go and make your daily bread, what do you think about that? Do you feel safer? Do you feel ready to take on May the 4th? And what do you think about the fact that civil servants are still staying at home? Oh, and very importantly, will your child be studying online? 0700-993-993-993. Hello. Hello? Please turn down the volume of your radio set. Hello? 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 Good afternoon. What is your name and where are you calling from? My name is Sonny, calling from uh, uh, Ojalaba. Sonny from Ojalaba. Go on, Sonny. Yes, I can tell you plainly that uh, people, especially the private sector, they will not obey this rule. I can assure you they are not going to obey. That is what I see to read. Thank you. Baba. Thank you very much for your contribution. Already setting that private institutions, organizations will not comply with this directive. Hello? 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 Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What is your name and where are you calling from? Uh, this is Onyekachi from Bagada. Onyekachi from Bagada, you're welcome. Go ahead, Onyekachi. Yes, thank you. See, Chukwu there, if the Lagos state government really wants to control the for drivers in this Lagos, Lagos first of all, control MCM uh, uh, and his boys and this police who are the plasma office at Oshodi at their station. That's where they, the kind of money these people spend, do that for drivers every day in the hands of authorities, Lagos and police. They, that kind of thing will not allow them to still continue to adhere to Lagos state government rules. I don't conduct myself. That's, that's what I did before this lockdown. Okay? All right, all right. So you yeah. are, okay, you're confident that if they partner, with the NURTW, then most likely, yes. when it comes to transportation, commuters will yes. be very safe. 
Yes, because no one will go and spend all this kind of money on legal road after suffering. You spend all the money on the outdoor hand and police. Then, at the end of the day, you will not go home with little or nothing. Telling your family is what? Or telling your donor of the boss what? And you go. So, I, 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 I don't abide that idea. Let governor so will do something and make sure that outdoor roads are at the Lagos. And this police that are operating every day, looking for a dancer driver to cash and collect money from them. All right, thank you very much. But let me share some cheering news with you. Now, today, the Lagos State Governor will inaugurate an implementation committee and all the stakeholders will be involved. And the NURTW Lagos chapter will play an active role. We understand that people move from one place to the other. In Lagos, transportation is of the essence. And the fact that the governor has highlighted the new guidelines that 60% for um, commercial vehicles two um, riders in the Keke, and a total ban on the operation of motorcycles. It's clear that the governor has a lot in um, a lot going on, and I'm very certain that the NURTW will partner with the government and play that role, so be rest assured. Hello. Hello, good evening. Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? This is Apostle Spread, calling from Lagos. Al- Apostle? Spread leader. Apostle Prayer leader. Fred, okay. Fred. Okay, Apostle Fred. Apostle Fred, go on. I hear me, sir. Loud and clear, I can hear you. Go on. First of all, I want, I want to look at the issue of the bike. If they say they are banning bikes totally, bikes should no more be in a picture. Now, let's look at the issue. When you travel to the country, you see, you don't see bikes anywhere. Why? They have roads that are accessible by vehicles that can take their citizens to anywhere in that country. Do we have such rules? Hmm. I personally, I don't like using bikes because of the risk involved. But when you, before, as a government, before you make a decision, think of the impact on your fellow citizens. There are areas that these bikes are highly limited. Now, again, let's look at the issue of President Trump, whether he will fulfill his promise. Yes, he will. But there is a problem in the land. And the problem is that our president is aligning religious sentiment to assess our relationship with the U.S. By now, we would have benefited a lot from America. Since last no, but even America is grappling. Even America is grappling with the issue. So, talking about using religious sentiment and affecting our relationship with America, I think we should just, you know, keep it to the story of providing um, ventilators. Now, it's also important to also um, point out that it is safety first. You're talking of accessible roads, but the reality, and I always emphasize that we keep our eyes on the subject. Roads will not be constructed overnight. Will you prioritize, you know, assessing these roads as against keeping people alive? The decision of saying, let us suspend the activities of commercial motorcycle operators is so that we try to maintain that physical distancing. I mean, just get on a bike. It's most certain that you're going to be too close to each other. So I think it's important that we look at safety first. I mean, you can have a different opinion, but I'd really love to hear that. Hello. Hello, Chukudi. Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? Good afternoon. You have Sociable on the line. Sociable from Ijedodo. You're welcome, Sociable. From Ijedodo. Thank you very much. You see, one caller before mentioned uh, uh, all these Yagboro people. And you said um, the Lagos State Government, they are working at uh, partnering with them. They are, they are going to work. It is certain already. They are working with the NURTW. My brother, how do you partner with criminals? No, you can't label them as criminals. The NURTW no, is an organization. I, 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 National no, Union of Road Transport I'm Workers. You, 
See, you mentioned NNURTW, but yes. what I've mentioned is Agburus. I'm talking about Agburus, those who extort people on the road. I don't know if that is the job of NNURT. Okay, wait, let me explain something now. Agbero okay. is a Yoruba term for, when you say Agbero, the person who calls, who calls out to people who are going to board the vehicles, Ero, Agbero. Now, okay. you have a perception because of the way certain people conduct themselves. Like I mentioned, the NURTW is a promotional interest group. Like, okay. you know, you have the uh, NUJ, NUT, NMA, depending on how people look at it, but it is a union advancing the interest of its members. I think the emphasis should be on what, what, holding what people accountable and responsible than saying we are labeling a bunch of people criminals. One thing I know is that I, I used to see some people on the road extorting money from uh, a commercial motorcycle, um, tricycle and uh, uh, drivers. And uh, whatever they call themselves, if any organization has become a disturbance to the society, I don't think government needs to partner with such organization. So I don't know their name, whether they are URUT or anything they call themselves. At this time, any organization that is uh, uh, bent at extorting the citizens, making life difficult in the midst of this pandemic, I don't think government need to partner with such people. All right. Thank you very much for your contribution. Sociable from Ijedodo. Hello. Hello? Hello? Hello, hello. Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Solomon. I hope I'm not speaking with Buchi. You're not speaking with Buchi. You're speaking with Ezugu Chukwo, the Cyprian. Okay. So, my only opinion is for the Okada band. All right, go on. So, the Okada band is really affecting people because... Those Okada people, they have nothing doing. Of course, I'm not Okada man, but I feel for them. Okay. So I feel for them. So government should know what to do about it. All right. All right. Thank you very much for your contribution. One more call before I allow Sandra to give us story two. Hello. Hello. Good, good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Johnson. I'm calling from Waterford. Johnson from Amuo. Go ahead, Johnson. Uh, please, the place I have issue with this uh, uh, matter is that this uh, NRC of the youth people, and that is not, I don't think government can really handle them the way they are supposed because if you come to our area, the way those are girls, the way they, they, they source money from those buses is very, 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 very highly. I don't understand. All right, all right. Thank you very much for your contribution. Now, Sandra is a question. A lot of people are particular about the NURTW. I'm happy that from the calls we've received thus far, you know, people are somewhat confident that going forward, if we try as much as we can to implement, we're most certain going to be safe and do well with the guidelines. But people have expressed worry about the NURTW, and I think it's a big question on accountability and responsibility. Now, talking about accountability and responsibility, Sandra is a question the National Assembly. For our second story, let's move from state to federal. This week, Speaker of the House of Representatives, Femi Bajabi Amila, presented a bill, the Control of Infectious Diseases Bill. The bill is supposed to improve NCDC's uh, ability to fight an infectious disease outbreak. Basically, it's replacing and updating the Quarantine Act. 
And here's a hard fact about the Quarantine Act. It's actually been, it's actually been around for a while. It's a colonial uh, dec a decree, a decree from the colonial era. But it was repackaged as an act of the National Assembly in 2004. So for years, some experts have said the Quarantine Act, ne Quarantine Act needs an update. We cannot be fighting diseases in the 21st century using techniques from the 20th century. And so, Wajabia Miller is presenting this new bill to replace it. But there seems to be a problem, it seems. It's, it, 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 it seems the, the bill is not actually new. Nigerian Newswire, an online news outlet, is claiming that the bill was copied from Singapore. Singapore has its own Infectious Diseases Act, which was uh, passed in 1977. And Nigerian Newswire analyzed both documents, and they're saying that the Nigerian document copies the Singaporean one almost word for word, like copy and paste. They just changed the titles of some of the office, uh, office holders. The website is claiming that they ran the two documents through anti-plagiarism software and the software reported that our bill was 92% identical to the Singaporean law. Copy and paste. And I really want to know what you think about that. On the one hand, some people will say, does it matter? If someone has already written a law that does the job well, is there any need to reinvent the will? On the other hand, some people will say it matters because Singapore is not Nigeria. For them, a law must be made for the country and its people. Every country is unique. So how can we be sure that what worked in Singapore will work here? And also, the Singapore law is 43 years old. A lot has changed in the world. Does it make sense to copy a law that's almost half a century old. And then there's the other question. What does it say about our lawmakers and their staff that they choose to take another person's work without declaring it? But before you answer that, before you tell me what you think about that, let's talk about the content of the bill itself. The bill appears to give more powers to the DG of NCDC. Powers that are currently with the president. According to Bajabia Miller, he wants the NCDC to have the ability to respond quicker to an outbreak. So, for example, the NCDC, if the bill is passed, will have the power to demand an autopsy in a suspected case. So you look at what's happening in Kano with these mysterious deaths. They have symptoms that may or may not be COVID-19, right? But, but we don't know one way or the other since they were buried without auto autopsies or tests. But if this new bill is passed, the NCDC will now be able to order a test on a dead body, no matter what anybody says. Also, the bill gives the NCDC power to declare lockdowns in particular areas or to seal a building. So now NCDC will be able to say, we think there's an outbreak in Alimosho. Nobody should go into or come out of there. But there are aspects of the bill that are creating some controversy. The bill gives NCDC, for instance, the right to arrest anybody who violates the, the instructions of the NCDC. Also, 
They have a right to quarantine anybody they suspect has an infectious disease and bring them in for testing. So, so some Nigerians are worried that these powers can be abused as a way to oppress Nigerians. But other Nigerians are saying, ah, when you're fighting a deadly infectious disease, you need to be able to take people off the street when necessary. So the bill has a lot of provisions, and I think next week we're going to choose a day and look at it, look at the bill in detail so that we can uh, better inform you and all be better informed. But let me know what you think about the parts that we've discussed. Do you think the NCDC needs these powers? 0700-993-993-993. What do you think about the allegation that the bill was copied and pasted from Singapore? WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. And tweet at us at Nigeria Info FM. I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Hello. 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 Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? Good afternoon. This is Mr. Buchi from Aja. Buchi from Aja. You're welcome. Go ahead, Buchi. Okay. Please, uh, I'm, I'm going back for the back of this thing that you people have uh, saying. The first story? See, about this uh, coronavirus issue. It's very critical something. Okay. Of which that federal government knows that Lagos states have a more population and the state. Let them release huge amount there to assist individuals and poor ones. Okay, thank you very much for your contribution. Hello. Good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm doing blessed. How are you? I'm okay, Mr. Darlington. Mr. Darlington, you're welcome. Go ahead. Yes. That bill. For all I care. But the idea I is indulging in academic exercise. I think if I have signed one, and that is what we are using. The powers he want to confer on NCDC does not belong to him. Already, that the Constitution has given the president such powers. So, what is he trying to do? To not just uh, try to do something he cannot finish. It will not fly. NCDC chairman have no right to lock down any part of the country for whatever reason. That power does not belong to him. So let him tell us another thing. He should make a law. He should make a law empowering the people to be given palliative in terms of cases like this. Let them see it as a law so that nobody will give excuses when it happens. These are the things people are expecting. All right. Thank you very much, Mr. Darlington, for me. Hello. 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 Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? Chukwode, my namesake. You're welcome. Go ahead, Chukwode. Yes, uh, I want to comment on the issue of Okada. All right. So, uh, you responded to one guy for that life first. But I don't, I don't think you really appreciate the mootness of uh, some places in Lagos. Like, for instance, one of the callers from Ijojo. Yes. You can you cannot fly from Jojo to let the Japanese gate with uh, any commercial vehicle. There's no commercial vehicle around here. It's Monday or Qatar. You cannot fly from the interior of the 
to Yegu bus stop. For you to access Japondo gate, we start Okada. And there are not more of remote places like that in Lagos. What do you think I'll say about those places? The issue is that our leaders first to look inward, you know, our peculiarities before making a policy. They just copy paste. Look at this ease of uh, lockdown now. We are, we are easing off the lockdown because of pressure of protecting what the other countries that have perfect systems are doing. That's what, in fact, if they if lock this lockdown from Monday, we are going to have a second standard of the crisis. I bet you. But there is nothing they can do because they know that they have fed even in palaces and so on. That was why last time I called, I told you that we are like in a voyage of motionless movement. We are moving around just like a, a crippled man. You know, I told you, I analyzed that maybe he tried to step to another side to make another one. He scattered the one already made. That's, already, that's what Nigerians are or Nigerian leaders are. My brother. Okay, for this, uh, just like the alert caller said, Nigerians are very lazy researchers. That's why they say we do armchair reporting. If you are asked to do a feasibility study, you do armchair reporting. Look at how he, he didn't know that technology, information technology has, you know, enabled people to be able to find out uh, all these things. He went and copied a deal from... Singapore of almost 40, 50 years ago. If I'm looking at the modern issues involved that can, you know, warrant at least Nigeria environment and time. So, my brother, uh, God will help us. We are like better All right. All right, thank you very much for your contribution. Before I go on this short break, it's important that I direct you to our Twitter platform at Nigeria Info FM. Now, you can join the poll today and make your um, your uh, comments known. Share your comments. On big th- on the big three, we're asking, will Lagos comply with Songolu's guidelines for easing the lockdown? We're also asking from the second story, does the proposed infectious disease bill go too far or not too far enough? There's also a third question. You're still listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. From state to federal, and now for our third story, we go international. Now, I've been telling you almost every week that Nigeria doesn't have enough ventilators. It's not yet a crisis, but as our COVID-19 numbers keep rising, we may end up needing hundreds or thousands of ventilators. And you've been seeing the state governments getting a few ventilators here and there and putting them in ICUs, but we still have a major shortage in fact, three weeks ago, we talked about how the Federal Ministry of Health tweeted at Elon Musk to tell him that we needed up to 500 ventilators from him because he said that he was doing giveaway. Remember? Now, those ventilators never came, but somebody else is saying that he's going to give us some. Donald Trump, the American president. Here's what he said yesterday. Uh, I spoke today to uh, uh, Nigeria. They want 
They'll do anything for ventilators. We're going to send at least 200 ventilators to Nigeria, probably more than that. Well, there you have it from the horse's mouth. 200 ventilators. Did I just hear you say, God bless America? I mean, <laughs> it's great news. If it's true, it's great news. If the ventilators come, it's great news. If Trump doesn't change his mind and tell us that he was being sarcastic, then great. 200 extra ventilators is a good thing. We may need a lot more, but this is a start. And of course, the US government didn't have to promise us ventilators when not their responsibility. And that's a point that I want to discuss because some Nigerians feel that this is an embarrassment. They don't like the idea that Nigeria is in a position where we need assistance from other countries. They're saying it shows that we haven't been serious about planning and that we are irresponsible. But other Nigerians disagree. They say during this pandemic, every country is looking for assistance. Even America got assistance from China and Russia. Spain and Italy got assistance from, from Cuba. They got doctors from Cuba. So according to these Nigerians who disagree with the ones feeling embarrassed, there's no shame during a pandemic. But notice that Trump said something interesting about Nigeria. Notice what he said. He said, they'll do anything for ventilators. And some Nigerians are worried about that statement. They don't like the way Trump said they'll do anything. And he only said that about Nigeria. He didn't say it about the other countries that he mentioned. So some Nigerians are asking, what did Trump mean by anything? Did he mean he was going to make some demands? Has our government told him that they would agree to those demands? What are those demands? Are these ventilators a Greek gift? And does it even matter if they are? Or was Trump just being dramatic, as always? Was he just making a dramatic statement? Tell me what you think. What do you think about Trump promising us ventilators? Oh, 0700-993-993-993. What do you think about his they'll do anything statement? Do you believe it's embarrassing that we are appealing for ventilators? Or do you believe it's an acceptable thing during a global crisis like this? Oh, 700 993 993993. Nine, What's up? It's 080 75805. Hello? Hello? Hello, Chikudi. Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? Good afternoon. This is Remy. Remy, you're welcome. Yeah. Go ahead, Remy. Well, I was about to point out the last statement. Um, um, Sandra said, um, concerning what Trump said. All right. Said Nigeria would do anything. Yes, Donald Trump said so. Yes, Nigeria would do anything. So only God knows what Trump discussed with our government. One thing about Trump is this: he, um, you might dislike him for his personality, but he doesn't hide his feelings. He doesn't hide uh, whatever he says. For him to have said Nigeria would do anything, only God knows what our government discussed with Donald Trump. We should be. We should uh, look at Senegal for now. They've come up with um, a ventilator which costs sixty dollars. That's like thirty thousand naira. Can't we do that? Are we that poor that we can't do that kind of stuff? I think I also saw a guy from the north who did something like that too about a month ago. 
So I'm not sure our government uh, is ready, uh, is ready to um, make things work. I do, from the way I'm seeing things, it's like this thing is just like a racket. It's like uh, since we are not selling oil for now. The other avenue which you can get money is foreign donations and all that. Because for heaven's sake, why should we wait? So sorry about that, Remy. I, I mean, I understand the pain. Hello. Hi, Chukwude. How are you doing? I'm doing great. What is your name and where are you calling from? My name is Sink. My name is Nkem. I'm calling from Bega. Nkem from Bega. You're welcome. Go ahead, Nkem. Yeah, Chukwude. Um, personally, I see nothing wrong about Donald Trump saying we can do anything to get ventilated. You know, the, the truth of the matter is that we should face reality in this part of the world. Before this pandemic become, you know, got to the stage that we are at the moment, and Nigerian came out and said he can provide ventilator. That is the person of nothing. Our government didn't look towards that direction because we prefer everything that comes from China or from abroad. No, but, so, but is it because, uh, let me ask you, Nkem, is it because right, we prefer right. everything that comes from China or abroad or because he requested for money? And looking at the situation, with all that we have to deal with, there is really no money to give to anyone. What about the money that that individuals and corporate bodies donated to this to the to the federal government? They were donated to set up isolation centers, get test kits, and also procure medication. Fine. The provision of ventilator is not part of it. It well, should have been part of it. It should have been considered as part of it. I think what we did wrong was we did we even. Bring these guys that say we can do it on the on the top. I say, okay, oh, fine. Can you do this now? A certain discount percent, you know. Let it be your own contribution to the nation. Hmm. I don't think that that was done. Do you understand? All right. Yeah. So what Trump Trump comment has. If I let him provide one thousand and uh, give us for our own safety, it's better. Thank you, my brother. All right. Thank nice. you very much for your contribution, Kim. Hello. 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 Good, Good afternoon. afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Mr. Obed. I'm calling from Ilaro Ogun State. Mr. Obed from Ilaro Ogun State. Go ahead, Mr. Obed. Uh, my grounds with the federal government is that there is a, an invention in this Ilaro Polytechnic, federal poly Ilaro, that the students there or department, one department that has uh, invented the letters, have they looked toward that direction? And we not prepared that this pandemic will come to Nigeria? Don't we have list of health? Now this thing has come. How many isolation centers have they been with this money donated 20-something billion in every state? Have they, there was there no Ministry of Health budget before the pandemic? What have they done? If not the Lagos State government and other other uh, government like Anambra and the uh, River and some other things that uh, we are prepared for uh, for this state. What are they talking? If America could give us even one million ventilators at one billion ventilator, we can afford it in order to save life. It's not a great bit. The man loves Nigeria because he knows how Nigeria helps the American economy. Out of every five people on this planet Earth, which is a black person, one is a Nigerian. So whatever that happens to Nigeria will happen, will affect every part of the world. That's why we should be happy that he promised us 200, even no more than that. That was his statement. He gave us more than 200. He never attached any strange. What are the Chinese people, our people imported? What have China done to us? Hmm. It only to affect our country. All right, thank you very much for your contribution. Remember, you can go on our Twitter platform at Nigeria Info FM to participate in the poll and also drop your comments. We're asking you, will Lagos comply with Sonwolu's guidelines for easing the lockdown? 
Does the proposed infectious disease bill go too far or not too far enough? And will Donald Trump keep his promise to give Nigeria ventilators? At Nigeria Info FM, participate in the poll and drop your comments. I'm going to take some messages on WhatsApp. Thereafter, I'll come to Twitter. Hi, Nigeria Info. I am Ezine from Ogun State. It is a good idea that the governor of Lagos isn't take is taking a huge step in trying to protect his citizens. Also, Lagos should try to adapt to the new changes. I also wish that Ogun State governor would learn from his counterpart because here in Ogun State, it's like it's business as usual. Nothing like social distancing observed. Thank you very much for your message, Ezine, all the way from Ogun State. Um, this message is from Chooks from Yaba. He says, but how does the Lagos State government intend to handle or control this partial lockdown? Take, for instance, Mushi Markets, Ikotu Markets, ETC that are always overcrowded. The poor and vulnerable are going to be used as experiments during this period, and a lot will be infected and possibly die also. Okay, Mr. Monday from Palm Avenue, we hope that we would not get to that point. Shadrach Pomeja says, office can... Um, Okay, he says, many offices may meet up with the guidelines, but the problem of Lagos is transportation. And in brackets, he puts down for commercial buses. He says, will, will they cooperate? Currently, there is lockdown. They are still carrying packed passengers. And the police are just collecting money from them without addressing the issue. Thank you very much for your message, Shedrak from Ajegunle. One more message from WhatsApp before I... Okay, let me go over to um, Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. Participate in the poll. Will your office be open on Monday? Go and answer whether it will or it will not be open. And as a member of staff, um, has your office told you whether you should come in on Monday? Go also and participate in the poll. And, um, okay, yes. Remember I said we'll take some comments on on Twitter. Lawal, Olasukom, he says, gone too soon. At last... The masses will face an increase in transport fare unless they put up a representative in every motor park for fare regulation, which I know they won't. Um, I believe Lagosians will abide by it. The bill is too far-reaching. It takes away my right to decide what I want. And that is from Ugochuku Ekene. Patrick Idenhenre says, Good afternoon, Sandra. This is Operation Save, Save Yourself. That is self-discipline at this moment. This is about life and death. As individuals, we have to choose one. Southeast Mafia says, I laugh in Chinese. Currently, there is lockdown and down four buses are still packing people like ice fish and the police is still collecting money from them. Ten says, giving NCDC powers with this new bill uh, by Mr. Bajabi Amela is something else. So we, in, we are in Nigeria where officials abuse powers. Taking into consideration the way the so-called Agbero abused theirs, I think the bill... Is going too far. Olubo Tokpe says compliance will only be possible only if the enforcement of the guidelines to ease the lockdown is effective. Zion Lion says, please, what happened to the money that individuals donated? Can't we buy ventilators from the funds? And Jimmy Bone says conspiracy theories that has been on social media locally and internationally on the intention of some secret forces to create vaccines. Mark of the beast and forcefully make people to accept them all in the name of COVID-19 is beginning to be realistic. We are indeed in the last days. Sonny Chinedu says, will they, will they put this rep? Okay, will they put a rep at every bus stop? These recommendations will not be effective enough to control the spread. Me, I am going to walk regardless. Uneku Daniel finally says, compliance by Lagosians may only be seen in corporate places, not public places. Whistleblowers should be rewarded to attract reports. The disease bill is okay for Donald Trump. He will keep to his word even though 
it is tough for him. I would head back to the phone lines 0700 993 993 993. Hello? Hello? Hello, Chukwu. Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Daniel from Festac. Daniel from Festac. Go ahead, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel, please, I want to make a contribution. Just an appeal. Please, I want you people to use your good office to appeal to Lagos State Governor to release cars being seized within this period. A lot of cars, police seized a lot of cars and they took them to Al Hausa. No, but the governor had announced. A quick one. The governor had announced that after the lockdown, people can go and collect their vehicles. He mentioned that. Yesterday? Not yesterday. In his briefing. Yeah. So what I'll do is okay. I'll get I'll get the information and I'll also share with you. You can send me a message on WhatsApp so that I'll send you the link so that you can have something to show them when you get there. That the governor has said okay. this is what must be done. You are not going to collect shishi from me. Okay. No okay. Problem. Thank you very much. Pertain to the Trump issue. Okay. To the Trump issue. Many countries are looking for ventilators. Even America at the time was looking for ventilators from China. So there's nothing wrong for Trump promising ventilators for like to Nigeria. So many countries are looking for ventilators now. Ventilators is a scat, uh, is a, is a, a scat for commodity. So there's nothing wrong with it. All right. Thank you very much okay, for your contribution. Uh, thank, thank you. you. Hello. 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 Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. My name is Ben. I'm calling from Ikorodu. Ben from Ikorodu. You're welcome. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah. Based on social distance in Lagos State, I don't think that it will work because if you ask them for drivers to carry less than 60% of their normal passengers, definitely the, the price will be on the passengers. Because if that folk driver is to carry a passenger and they're paying 1,000, you ask them to carry for the passenger will they be able to pay 2,000 to complete that mission. There are all those things that the government needs to look into. And based on Donald Trump uh, issue uh, promising Nigeria uh, 200 ventilators, to me, it's going to fulfill the promise. Because our Nigerian government has failed us as a citizen. Because we have people that can produce that ventilator here in Nigeria simply because innocent promise that you will produce. And they didn't, they didn't invite him to ask him how you do it because simply it's not from the north. That's my own test. Thank you. Thank you very much for your contribution. But I don't think this is the time to discuss ethnicity. Hello? Hello? Good, good afternoon. Good afternoon. You're a final caller. What is your name and where are you calling from? I am Joel from Idiroko, in Ogun State. You're welcome. Go ahead, Joel from Idiroko, Ogun State. Yes. Uh, in everything that you people have been discussing since all this while, all Nigerians, they were saying uh, they are happy because of the, the release of a uh, lockdown. I am willing for Nigerians, because when everybody were under lockdown, the disease was still uh, spreading. Now that everybody is allowed to be going anywhere he likes, what do you expect, which is not a, I don't think Nigeria can survive. And I pray that Nigeria, let Nigeria survive. Amen. Thank you very much for your contribution. You are a final caller. I am going to take a short break. When we return, it will be time for League of Extraordinary Nigerians. You know what we do on League of Extraordinary Nigerians? We celebrate Nigerians that are doing a lot to make impact. We celebrate the resilient spirit and the true character of the Nigerian. 
if you know anyone that you would like us to celebrate, this is the time to just participate so that you can send a message to Onyi Sunday on WhatsApp and just let her do her story so that we can bring this story to the world. Now, stay tuned. You are tuned in to the number one talk station in the whole world. 99.3 Nigeria Info. 